Welcome back, everybody, for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. Clubhouse doors are open, and I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, joined on the other side of the table by Phil Battaglia. Phil. Hey, man. What's going on? Chilling. How is, uh, how's your week? How's your week been going? Short week. Short week. Uh, started off with a, a beautiful hangover. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, I'm taking, I'm taking full credit for that one. <laughs> you didn't order the shots, pal. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I definitely, I encouraged them. You did. Yeah. When I heard yeah. that comment come from you at dinner that you have, you what'd you say? You, you've you made the decision, you're past the point of going back. There's no I, return. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, by the way, we are, we're here in the, in the lodge, the Wash Media Studios brought to you by Washed Media. Um, and, uh, and if you paid attention last week, then maybe you knew that, that Phil and I were going to be on a little, uh, little staycation adventure together with, uh, with another one of our, uh. Our friends and and his wife and um, look, man, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I take any opportunity I can at this point to to go hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because at almost 35 years old, those those opportunities and those moments are few and far between. So when I get so when I get a chance to be a young go hard and to force everybody around me to to also be a young go hard, that's what I like to. Okay, I, I, that's what I like to do. Um and. Uh, and so yes, so we we had had you know we 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 all uh, we showed up at the by the way I will plug them now I said no free ads last week but I had such a good time I I, I do want to give big big shouts to Carpenter Hotel great spot because um, it was a fantastic spot and you don't I, they they got everything there man mm-hmm. you don't need to leave no and and they're super chill too right I yes mean, they're yes. cool about dogs not in the pool but like dogs are free parking free free. Uh, those two things alone, are they got huge you, they, they got you set up. You check in, they give you a little number. They're you're on a text thread with them from yeah. the moment you check in. Whatever you, you need. all you got to do is text them for for whatever you need. I like the rooms are are nice. Mm-hmm. They're 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 good sized, comfortable. Um, they got all they got all the sh- you know they just the amenities are right and they're not nickel and diming you for anything. Mm-hmm. The restaurant's pretty good. The uh, the, the I, I feel like I discovered the most under like underrated breakfast taco spot in the whole city i'd Man. literally never heard about it before and it's the best breakfast tacos i've ever had they're just it's at the wow. little coffee shop right at the carpenter hotel you know here's how you know something's good when you go to a place and they're like oh yeah we have breakfast tacos and they you have two options yeah you know that that's i that is a good sign uh-huh think about like the think about the opposite of that right is like the 48 page menu at cheesecake factory yeah yeah, no, nah, that's not what you want. Mm-hmm. You you don't want somebody that like does like a million things sort of okay. A lot of hotels will when have they, a full on menu. When, of when they all know, kinds of shit. when they know, like these are the two things. These yeah. are the best versions of them, and we have perfected them. It's the only thing we're going to offer. I just feel like that's like a that's usually a good sign. So it's also you, a good sign when they run out. So when you walk in and they're like, "Yeah, these are your options. You got the potato or you got the chorizo." Mm-hmm. That I I was like okay all right I'm in and now you you uh, you and your wife got the last potato. I didn't on, even have any on of Monday it. morning. I was skeptical of the chorizo, so I had to go chorizo, and I'm skeptical of chorizo as well. Yeah, I now want to take I want to buy like you know a basket full of those, and I want to walk around, just drive around to every other breakfast taco spot in the city, and I want to throw one of the chorizo tacos from from a Carpenter Hotel at them and be like, look look at this. Chorizo does not have to be a greasy, disgusting, sloppy mess right. with grease dripping out the back of the taco. There, there was none go. of that. None. It was beautiful. It was great. No salsa needed. No salsa needed. They were out of salsa. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. Who needs it? <laughs> Good amount of egg, too. Not too much not egg. Not too much egg. Oh, my Jeez, God. Every, perfect. They, they, yeah. I'm, like, looking for an opportunity to 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 get back to the to, to just the coffee shop. Hotel coffee is what it's called. Hotel coffee. That's Get it. in there. Get in there. Man, that was um, ooh, man. Now but I'm I, I, I used to be very like somebody was just recently asking me for for hotel, Austin Hotel Rex. They were going to be celebrating an anniversary. Um, dropped in the DMs, and my like my go to recommendation has always been South Congress Hotel, mm-hmm. which I've also stayed at, and I like their pool and I like mm-hmm. their rooms, and obviously they have a, a cool bar and and good restaurants and a coffee shop that I also really enjoy, um, called Manana, but. Man, if you if 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 you want a slightly quieter experience, you don't want to be right in the mix there on South Congress and and be in the middle of all that insanity. Carpenter Hotel is where it's at. 
Still walkable too. For sure, very walkable to stuff as well. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so 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 by the time dinner rolled around on Sunday night, I, yeah, it was we'd pre-partied a little bit. We'd been at the pool. It was too late to have like a nice like a like a like a chill Monday morning. That's not why we were there. <laughs> no, I wasn't I was there, there to have dinner and then like go to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that was so, understood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But exactly. you made it explicitly clear, and then that got me all hyped. And that, yeah, and I did. I, you know, after we 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 wrapped up dinner, um, we there's a little there's a bar, just very very quick jaunt. Um, what is that place? Barton Springs Saloon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and we got some some Adelos and some tequila shots, man, and that just. That sealed the Monday experience right there. <laughs> that is, was it. is what that did. But that was it. yeah, because because we don't do this so often anymore. The, those those days are. It's like a full day recovery. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just I'm I'm okay with that. I, I'll 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 make the trade basically. I fared better on Monday than I thought I would. Yeah, I definitely I did too. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, it was it was good stuff. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Managed to make it through the rain. Got a little bit of good weather. Got a little bit of sun. But uh, yeah, you know, so we went to that. We went to Barton Springs Saloon. Not a place I'd been in a while. Very kind of, you know, it's. Would you call it a dive bar? Yeah, it's a little divey. Oh, it's divey, right? But it also gets. It, there's a lot of tourist action in there, just because of where it's at. Because of where it's at. Yeah. Okay. I, I've just. I've been thinking recently. You know, when we we. we or, uh, in the middle of last week, we also went over to, to Deep Eddie Cabaret, mm-hmm. which is like a sceny dive bar now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's become a hybrid of sorts. But I just I, I get the sense that everybody is into dive bars right now. I feel like that's what people want. It's that's like, what I want. Yeah, for it's, sure. Is is a is a, and I've been trying to I've, I've been trying to digest like why why that's kind of the preference and part of what I was part of what I was kind of going towards or, 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 or narrowing in on is that a dive bar like is low expectations. Yeah. And so there's far more room to like, it's kind of like how the best parties are the ones that you don't really plan for. Mm-hmm. They just kind of happen. They just kind of come together last minute and suddenly there's 25 people and it was a great party mm-hmm. instead of, you know, Oh, it's going to be this and this and this, and this person's going to come and we're going to have this and we're going to have that. Yeah. Like that can work out sometimes, but but the ones that are like super memorable just kind of right materialize kind of almost out of nothing. That's mm-hmm. I, that's almost the feeling that I get with a dive bar. It's like anything can happen. Yeah. You don't have your expectations set so high like you might like you know if you're going to go to some nice fancy cocktail bar or a club or do bottle service or like something like that. It's already in your head that it's going to be, you know, that it's going to be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> as the kids are saying. Well, with a dive bar to me it always just feels better. You you walk in you see a nice not nice. Old. <laughs> nothing is nice. Jukebox uh, or whatever. There's never like overly loud music. You can always hold a conversation with somebody. You spill something, nobody gives a shit. You don't have to sit there and like contemplate some cocktail menu that's, you know, a page and a half long. Yep. Yeah. You're, it you're just go- feels like you're at a house party. Yeah. That's and what everybody right. wants. Yeah. And you're going for like that Boilermaker type stuff, right? Like a beer yeah. and a shot. Right. And, and, and it, there's totally like the, there's like a sliding scale for, for the dive bar, right? Like it becomes more and more of what you want it to become as the night gets later and later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I feel like that music gets a little bit louder. Maybe some live music goes on. Uh-huh. Everybody that's sticking around like past six and then past seven and then past eight is like there to keep drinking. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, it all like. It it just kind of like builds, so it can start really low key and really and really subtle and and just conversational. Maybe you're just there for happy hour, grab one or two beers. But if you stay, yeah, it it can take you where you want where you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> it will reveal itself to you. One thing the dive bar really um, can get, uh, you know, out of whack pretty quick is the restroom situation. That, uh, yeah, yeah. And I just always feel so terrible for the girls. <laughs> Because for us, you know, you go in, you, there's not a lot of uh, touching yeah, of surfaces. Yeah, that's right. Girls have all kinds of stuff that they have to deal with. Yeah. And those bathrooms can get gnarly. They can. 
And uh, other than that, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, it's very thoughtful of you to, to be looking out for, uh, for yeah, the ladies in your it life. Is. Well, you know. to, to date, the worst restaurant I've ever been in my entire life is Ego's on South Congress. Okay. All right. The karaoke bar. That, that makes me feel like you've never been to any like dirty six bars. Well, or, yeah, into, I the, have. into the restaurant. You're right. Of, you're of, right. Uh, yeah. Or even like little Woodrow's, man. Uh, yeah. But this particular night, little Woodrow's was... men's bathroom is a three is a, is a three hole <laughs> in approximately like eight square feet. <laughs> Somehow there's three. There are three. Uh, you know, receptacles in that bathroom. Well. I mean, I don't know what was going on in, in this joint at, at this particular time, but it stuck out in my head. The smell was just at egos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was stuff everywhere, and just not yeah. Good. That's another, but great example. One of my favorite bars in town. Great bar. You know, bad bathroom. Little karaoke. Yeah. Heavy-handed pours on the cocktails. Oh yeah, comes with the territory though. Yeah. Find me a dive bar with a fantastic bathroom, and I'll show you a bad dive bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, who knows? I don't know what the ladies looks like. Maybe they keep, maybe the ladies is where they're you know they're keeping in, they're keeping it real. Yeah, nice they keep in it there. clean over there. Sure, sprucing it up. They got some Febreze air spray in there. Yeah, that type of thing. I doubt it. Yeah, one dive bar experience that sticks out in my head that was a little seedy where you walk in and you don't really feel the vibe. Uh huh. Was in a little town. Look it up, Brooklyn, Texas, in far east Texas. We were there for a <laughs> lake trip, and. Somebody made the suggestion to go to this fucking place, and it was bring your own liquor. You want to bring bring bottles of whiskey in? Fine. That's divey. Now, that is divey. It was <laughs> unbelievable, dude. We walked in, and it's like a record scratch. <laughs> we didn't last long. We had to get out of there. Yeah. that's The small-town dive bars are very dangerous, depending on the company that you're keeping. Oh, f- yeah. We've been in some small towns on like our live draft weekends. Uh-huh. This is that's the same scenario. Yeah, and that that was <laughs> that, that that that's like seconds away from from just being like an all out bar brawl. You're gonna be on the news in the morning. That, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's that's more stress than I'm than than I no. need to be dealing with. No, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah I don't know I just been thinking about like you know I'm I, I'm traveling this weekend and while I'm I'm. I just want a little bit of both. Like, I'd love to get a swanky martini somewhere, right? A little mm. teeny time. But also just, you know, I'm totally cool with stepping into, like, a you know a grungy brewery or, or a little yeah. little cool cool little dive bar as well. Where are you going? San Diego. Oh, yeah. Whale's Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I bet they've got some great dive bars. Maybe. I don't know. San Diego seems pretty classy, though, too. Yelp it. Worst dive bars. That's because that's what you want. <laughs> like, two and a half stars on Yelp. Yeah. Um, oh man, but yeah, weekend was good. Uh, young, young Sunny and uh, Young Sunny and Sloppy Poppy were were having a good time. Man, they really partied. Roughhousing. It's great. Great to be able to bring the dogs. That was good. Grace Grace cut me off early. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Uh, all right, where should we go to next? Let's see. Well. Over the course of the weekend and, and after last week's podcast, we um, many people submitted their entries for like their vacation shoe, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to do a quick recap because we left out some stuff last week that that's maybe that's maybe good options for people out there that are still thinking about this. One in the Discord, the the Discord's champ for this is the uh, is the Birkenstock Arizona, which is the two strap. Birkenstock that you that you know very well, mm-hmm. and they make an an, an all EVA version of this, so it's like all plastic. It's all like mm-hmm. the 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 it's kind of like the water shoe hydro mock material, but very easy slip on slip out. People are mm-hmm. loving these. Mm-hmm. Laura actually has a pair of these um, that that are like her house shoe. Basically, they make them for guy in men sizes, bunch of solid colors, and they're like forty dollars. You know, same as yeah. So that's uh, that's a very very popular option. Um, by the way, if you want access to the Discord, just come join us on Patreon for as little as two dollars a month. If you join right now, your base the the May content is still it's still hot. It's still hot in the pan. It just came out. It just launched. So you're going to get May's, which just launched last week. 
And then you have all of June to look forward to more content as well. That's patreon.com slash club cool. Best way to support this podcast. And uh, yeah, that's that's how you get access to the Discord. And, and you would have you would have already known this about the Birkenstock EVAs. We had a vote for just all white Vans Authentics. Another yeah. inexpensive option, 50 <clears throat> bucks. Get a new pair every summer. Just thrash the shit out of them so it doesn't matter if you beat them up at the pool, get sand in them. Good sp- festival shoe. Spill, my, spill your Miami Vice on them. <laughs> and... Uh, I always mention Rivieras. You familiar with a Riviera? No. I'm going to pull one up. It's okay. like the – it is the – it's kind of the classic leisure shoe. I think that that's the way that it's branded. And it, it feels – almost more than anything, it feels like the kind of Euro, Italian, Amalfi Coast, Positano shoe. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Very, very kind of like, if you're looking, if you're living that talented Mr. Ripley, Dickie Greenleaf mm-hmm. vibe in life, lifestyle, uh, th- this is the move. Yeah, Again, cool. under a hundred bucks, <clears throat> they're designed to be worn at the beach, worn at the pool, and to kind of, to, to take you into, uh, to a night on the town if you want as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about that name, color name? The Maltese Falcon. Wow. Very fancy. Is that all they have? What? No, no, no. There's what? Three, six, seven. What are you talking about? Seven options. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's, Mr. Porter. That's good. Oh, I'm Mr. Porter. This is not. Yeah, this is not their website. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, like. I like a, a condensed. Yes. Option. Just like the breakfast tacos. Yeah. Selection. <laughs> yeah. Give me two or fewer. Um. So you got the Rivieras out there. A little too low profile of a shoe for me right now. I just feel very like yeah. dainty yeah. in them. <laughs> yeah. You know? They're like those little ballet slippers. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. I, I but if you're like now so- that now that we've built them up, we're gonna shit on them. And bring them back down. <laughs> well it's still I, if if you show up in a pair like there are dudes that I can think of that I know will pull off Paravieras very well. Will DeFreeze. Yes. Right. And they are they fall in line with the Sabas. Mm-hmm. Another shoe that I really like. I look at them. I get targeted by by I get targeted by them on Instagram all the time. I pull them up. They've got good looking stuff. I, they just feel too small on my feet. You and, and but that's exactly where I was going. Rivera's. If you're like six foot tall, and you got maybe like a like like you know little size to you, mm-hmm. and I, maybe I don't mean maybe you're a thick boy, maybe you're not, but I just mean a little like if you're just a bigger guy. Yeah, I feel like you pull off the smaller shoe better. Interesting. I feel like lower profile little dainty shoes. Yeah accentuate our you know our you, undersizedness uh, <laughs> we're not undersized barrett <laughs> if you will. we're perfect just thank the you. way we are thank you for that <laughs> uh and then um what i had for the pool this past weekend i i just pulled out like my my strapped up suicoke sandals everybody you, you know them as the tiva style mm-hmm. um but you know chacos merrill makes pairs um, I'm obviously a Suicoke fan. Tiva's great. Uh, I'm sh- there. There are plenty of other options out there for that type of sandal, but that's good too. And I like that because they they they're it's more secure than a slip on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's also the drawback, though. Not as easy to just yeah put on and go yeah. But if you if you like to have a little bit more sturdiness, a little more right ability to uh, I don't know like climb a rock wall or something yeah walk up a cliff. Can't do that in flip flops. Can't trek through the dunes and no, flops. No, absolutely I mean, you not. could. It'd be a miserable experience, though. <clears throat> also, like the, when I was thinking about what we were talking about last week, and I mentioned that I like the Jack Purcells or whatever, something laced. It's always such a bitch if there's sand involved. Yeah, you got to do a full clean, and you still get sand in there. Um. So anyway, I think something like the Hydromock is. We keep talking about that, but. I did. I got. I got my white Hydromox. Beautiful. Uh, if you bring them back. If you are. If you are interested in procuring a pair of uh, the white Hydromox, which are in women's, mm-hmm. go up two from your from your true men's size. I see. So, like, I'm a Brannock nine. I went up to a women's eleven. It's the exact same fit. Okay. Seemingly, they feel. They, uh, they feel I'll probably great. be copping those. Those are nice. They're great. I, they, they lived up to expectations, and I really. Well, you like already the, you already have the other pair of the boulders. Yeah, but these have these have refreshed my my uh, 
my Hydro Mock championing. Yeah. That's not a word. When did you first hear about the Hydro Mock? Because the, I heard about him from you, and for Merrill to show up and get all hyped up is mm-hmm. out of left field. So Where were they popping up? So the, the, the very first place that I ever saw them was at the beginning, at last spring. Yeah. Uh, 18 East was styling a bunch of products. <clears throat> a, a, a lot of their when they were doing like their 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 campaigns and their uh and their um you know their photo shoots and stuff like that they were putting together a lot of the outfits with with uh with this shoe mm-hmm. and i actually had to like I, I i remember like googling like rubber shoe with holes or something because the first time i saw them i was like wait that's not the yeezy foam thing is it and they're not and then i saw the uh after I started seeing him pop up with 18 East, the um, the host of a podcast, which shall not be named, also was was had them had them last summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I still feel. I mean, like I, it, you were on the bleeding, cutting I, n- tip. No, edge. no, I wasn't on the bleeding edge. I was. I, uh, let me give myself this. I feel like I was an early adopter. You were. But I was not on the bleeding edge. Okay. I, I can't go. I can't go that far. All right. And I do. I feel like I have to admit because like, I don't want to get called out. Like, oh, yeah. He had him on. But you saw that, didn't you, you bitch? Fucking poser. <laughs> but I, I, seriously, 18 East is the first place that 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 I really started seeing them. Um, Antonio was wearing them, and they they were in photo shoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but they're great, man. They, I, I, like I really, they, they, I think they still look badass and there's a bunch of cool new colorways i uh some of the colorways that sold out on merrill's website are still available on end but they're a little bit more expensive yeah than uh than u.s <clears> and <throat> no U- take backs u.s retail and difficult to send back you better be and damn deep. sure about your size what what are you doing with jack purcells to, to clean them up you throwing those in the wash no they're no. fucked i've worn those at like three acls okay okay yeah but they're... could you throw them in the wash yes mm-hmm I threw some. I, I, I'm throwing running shoes in the wash. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, <clears throat> seems to be a very effective way to get them cleaned up. I've had no no bad experiences with, no. with ruining them in the washing machine. <clears throat> no, you shouldn't. The shoes should be able to to withstand that. Yeah, but I'm all. It's 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 tough to know like what you should what can like how far does that that extend? Yeah. What can you throw in the wash? What can you what not? Can you as not? far as shoes goes. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to throw any leather or suede in there. Mm-hmm. But anything that's mostly like synthetics and and yeah or yeah synthetic for sure but also like cottons and canvases seem to do okay i wouldn't throw anything can't cotton canvas in the dryer though no could shrink up uh-huh. throw the whole thing off that'd be bad don't want to ruin the integrity of the of the shoe no you had some you had some stain questions while we're talking about uh yeah laundering things <clears throat> i was i'm always just so perplexed at how water can stain a garment <laughs> this happened to me recently. <laughs> Did this happen to you this past weekend? No, but it's happened to me multiple times. But now, preface that with it's typically not like just water out of a glass that spills on something, and it is <clears throat> typically rain. And so, this past instance, with all that rain we just got, yeah, it yeah. soaked our um, um, doormat. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm, so you got to mm-hmm. wring this thing out. So I threw it up on the tree, and in doing so, it slung some water up on me. <laughs> Little droplets. Uh-huh. And it stained what I was wearing. I, that, okay, that has to be a mix of, like, water, and dirt, mud, and dirt, yeah. tree, doormat. I, I think you just, you know. Okay, so, but back you got, to— You got all the, the, the petrochemicals in the— In the atmosphere. And then the atmospherics. Yeah. Free radicals, probably. Free radicals. <laughs> the another time that comes to mind is when we were doing trade shows, mm-hmm. and I had a whole bag of samples, and somehow they got wet in transit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And ruined just about every one of them. That's yeah, yeah. But it was nothing more I... than a water stain, a little, little, you know, little ring. Again, though, it's coming through that bag. It's coming through the bag, picking up whatever. Picking up whatever. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But to you me, you got the hangers that, in there. You got other stuff in there. I don't know. It's it's. It just seems like the water wouldn't do that, but obviously, Wa- yeah, water mixed with anything, including like the acid from the rain, can be dangerous as far as stains. And go. we washed them immediately. 
So this brings me back to Grace cutting me off. That's not my wife. That's Barrett's dog. Yeah. Lovely. Love Grace to death. And mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing, obviously. <laughs> I w- we were in our hotel room after the full night. What mm-hmm. was it? Like mm-hmm. nearing midnight or one. Yeah, probably close to one. Yeah. That's past your boy's bedtime. That That is. That's very late. And I had a glass of wine in my hand and she nosed me for a, a pet. <laughs> And in doing so, got the, the glass of wine on my shirt. Ugh. And so the next day, wash the shirt, gone. No, there's no stain. Really? No. Was it a white shirt? No. Okay, that's possible. But still, you would expect something to remain. Nothing. Home home wash. Home wash. I don't know you anything for the dry cleaning bill. <clears throat> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take that to... What do they do with the dry cleaners to get a stain out? Do you know? Yeah, they use chemicals. And it's I'll the tell you what. I, <laughs> it's called uh if you go to a re- if you go to a regular dry cleaner, they're gonna use what's called perk. Perk is is bad for your clothes, it's bad for the environment, it's bad for everything. It's just, just from what I understand. Causing now you can go down to to to, to a to a green yeah, it's a free radical. It's it's pretty it's very radicalized. I've been to these guys. If it, you can go down to a green cleaners, mm-hmm. we have like one in Austin, surprisingly. Yeah. You'd think we'd have more of them by now. They're good. Um, and they, they'll they use like natural type yeah. ingredient type stuff, I guess, or or less harsh chemicals that aren't polluting the environment and, and aren't bad for your, aren't as bad for your clothes. Um, I don't know what they do. I don't know what those are. But I, I will let you know that this is ungodly expensive. Yeah. Like we're talking one garment is like $13. Mm-hmm. So there is, th- that is probably why not more of them exist because the price differential is still people are just like, I'm just going to go to the regular dry cleaner. Do you have any tricks and tips? Um, So yeah, I like a little, you need a, I, I like a spray, which is kind of a gel spray stain remover. The one that I typically buy is the, is shout. I have some blue bottle shout. And that works on color as well? And that works on color as well. Now, you got to be the where you where you have to like err on the side of caution is if you have something look, we've talked about this before, but the more expensive your clothes your clothes are, the the um the more careful you have to be. The worse they hold up in the wash, mm-hmm. the more finicky they are about like <clears throat> Treating with stain removers, that yeah. type of stuff. It's just that it's using nicer materials. It's using stuff that's a little bit more peculiar, a little bit more just fickle with mm-hmm. what it wants to do or not do. So, uh, the and and the the label on like this shout type stuff or OxyClean or Tide or whichever one you buy, it's going to be like tested on an inconspicuous area. Now, I don't usually bother with that if it's like, you know, just a t shirt that I got a yeah. that I spilled something on. But if it's like some like fancy pair of shorts or something like that, I'll 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 give it a little test somewhere inconspicuous. But beyond that, uh, you're spraying, you're rubbing in, and then you're letting sit overnight. Got to be overnight. Okay. But then you don't want to wait too much longer than overnight mm-hmm. to go for a, a a regular wash. That was me. That was you. Yeah. Oh, it's got this fucking thing. I thought I went. Got speakers coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Slack. It probably went right into your right. It sounded like it was yeah, over. yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't have Slack on here right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's and then you then go in regular regular wash. Yeah, whatever, whatever you're doing in the washing machine. Yeah, I was, and that you, that typically that typically works for me. Wine has always worked out for me as far as getting it on stuff it usually will come out and that's not like going home and washing it immediately the next morning next afternoon the only time i've not been able to get wine stains out is if i let it sit for like days yeah right yeah right but it doesn't have doesn't necessarily have to be immediately Mm -hmm. yeah it's not the end of the world with the wine now with water that's tainted hard that's yeah yeah too many minerals in there man heavy metals those radicalized minerals Oh man! I've been watching um, Old Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. The I always want to call it No Reservations, but it's Parts Unknown. Parts un- well, there are two Parts Unknown yeah. and No Reservations, but both are equally great. First of all, which one came first? 
No reservations. But Parts Unknown is, is pretty old now, and it just makes me miss Anthony Bourdain so terribly. That's a guy that <clears throat> we had this conversation during our drunken stupor about getting out of bed for a particular artist. We did, yes. This is a guy, not different, but if you were to see him out somewhere, I would get really antsy. And excited. That, that's who would star. That's who you would be completely, starstruck by. Completely. Yeah. I saw Robert Plant twice in Austin and didn't really lose my shit. I was like, "Wow, cool." Who's losing their shit over Robert Plant? He's the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Having dinner at your favorite restaurant, Perlas. <laughs> that's where I saw him the first time. Oh man, he's a big Perlas guy. But yeah, but the reason for that is because he lived directly behind a friend of mine. Yeah. And they'd see him every day, like, sweeping the patio with his shirt on. <laughs> so it was just like another dude. But anyway, Bourdain's incredible. And we've been watching the the old ones, and he was just in Denmark at Noma. Yeah, very famous restaurant, if you're not familiar. Yeah. What, like, there's a... Who puts together that top 100 or top 50 restaurants in the world? Is it is it tra- it's like Travel Magazine or something like that? I don't know. There's a, there is a there's a list that is kind of the de facto people consider it the like the one. Is it food and wine? It might be food and wine. Um let's see. Top 50 restaurants in the world. Restaurants in the world. Uh, I'll look up who who puts this together. But you got Noma is in Denmark? Yeah. <clears throat> Copenhagen, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it is has frequently been or was for many years, I, th- I believe, the number one restaurant on this on this list. They talk about that three years in a row. You got number one, and um, it got me all jazzed up about going to get a incredible restaurant experience. So I took a, a dive into the first thing that came up. It may have been you and I having this conversation, but. That 11 Madison... Maybe it was. I was definitely having... This 11 Madison Park news broke yeah. uh, a week and a half or so ago. Oh, we were talk- Were we talking about this with Clayton? Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I don't know. Anyway. They're opening back up, Yep. but as a full vegan menu. Is that correct? That is correct. Now, they with one exception, they do like a part of the experience at 11 Madison Park... Which and also this is there are a few American restaurants that make this list, this top fifty. It's it's just the world's fifty best. If you if you want to check it out, the world's fifty best.com. I'm, I can't remember exactly who puts this out basically, um, but Eleven Madison Park is has been the highest ranked American restaurant on here, the highest ranked U.S. restaurant. Widely considered the best restaurant in in, in the states, um, and they have been closed for almost all of the pandemic. So yeah, they are. And, and anyway, part of the experience is that they do. I believe they do a tea service. Mm. It's the very first thing they do, or maybe it's coffee. And they're still going to serve milk with the coffee, and that's the only thing that's breaking the rule. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I love it. I think it's cool. And yeah. what, what what always intrigued me about Noma is how he does a, a full season of just vegetables for the tasting menu. And then they'll do another one that incorporates. Speaking of, and, and people that have like tried to, you know, kind of follow in those Bourdain's footsteps with the, the Efron show on Netflix, they went somewhere over in, in Scandinavia and they were at, they were at one of these restaurants that like does this where it basically specializes in like <clears throat> creating, I don't, I don't know if meat like is the right adjective, mm. but they're, they're making the meal out of vegetables, yeah, you know, like the everything that you could possibly want—the the flavor and the texture and the umami and like the salt, fat, acid, heat. Right? They're doing it all with vegetables, which is a which is a bigger ask. It's a more difficult task to uh, to accomplish, mm-hmm. basically. And that's what the the head chef at at Eleven Madison Park. That's basically what he said. He was like, at this point, the like, you know, if we're really going to test ourselves and really challenge ourselves to be the best restaurant in the world like this is where this is the frontier this mm-hmm. is where we have to go mm-hmm. to like even really be competing for that for that type of prestige yeah and so i thought that was a really interesting way of looking at it and um you know you're, you're not a huge meat eater I, I i'm i'm 
you know, I, an omnivore, I, bet, I guess is, is the right way to put it, but eat meat most days, but not for every single meal, Yeah, basically. And we, you know, we, we, we try to cook vegetarian, um, you know, about once a week, I would say. Uh, but I think there's a pretty obvious like need to, for people to reduce the amount of meat that they're like consuming and, and taking in just to kind of like to, to help with arguably the biggest problem in the climate change stuff, which is the, um, mass livestock farming and, and, and all of that, uh, commercial, commercial livestock and and all of that stuff. It's a, it's an issue. So I think, I, I think it's very cool that, that, um, that super high end restaurants are kind of taking, taking on the challenge. Now we we were talking pretty, a little bit off mic right before we started the podcast about how scary it is to plop down five hundred bucks a person, which is what Eleven Madison Park costs. It's a, ta- <clears throat> it's a tasting menu, right? I don't think you can go in there and order a la carte off a menu. I don't know. I think you book a reservation and you show up and they feed you basically. Yeah, great. And I believe that that hovers. It might be different different nights based on what they're serving, but I believe that that hovers right around five hundred bucks a, a person. It is scary, er, to spend to spend that much, knowing that they're not going to serve you any meat. I think. Uh, no. Do you dis- you disagree? I think uh, it's you're in for such a, a journey with the hundred percent vegan menu that it's just going to blow your freaking mind. Does it make you feel? Does it does it does it diminish the perceived value though? Because like typically, if you're spending that much, aren't you going to get some in like? Even with a with a omakase sushi menu, right? You're gonna get something really like exotic as far as the fish or the urchin or the that whatever they use. That's what scares me. So where's the, I guess where's the price coming from though? Because the perceived value is like, well, am I gonna get some crazy monkfish or wagyu steak or yeah. like some shit I've never even heard about? I yeah. don't know. I, but to me, what scares me about plopping down anything. You know, within these tasting menu ranges, yeah. you're, you're looking probably minimum two fifty ahead at some places. I don't know, two hundred, yeah. two hundred ahead, two hundred. Yeah, I mean there are, there are plenty of tasting well, menus sure. that are one fifty, but right. But if you're, we're talking on this higher end. Yeah, it's like two fifty. I just yeah, get freaked enough. out that they're going to put something in front of me that I know I'm not going to like. Okay, I don't like uni. Okay, sue me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always on these menus. Uncultured swan. Yeah. <laughs> And it, not always on these menus, but it appears quite often. And I don't really get into like um, snails. Okay. But will I try it? Yeah, I'll, for sure I'll try it. But I just worry that like I'm going to get a few courses that just totally miss for me. And with vegetables, that's that seems more difficult to do in my for my palate, unless it's some crazy like sour tart vegetable that just doesn't work yeah. but that, i don't see them doing that so that so so you're full on in on on this 100 you prefer this experience in yes fact. for sure okay uh your 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 restaurant pujol is on this list oh As, good it was on the most recent one it's 2019 so it's it's very good it's been a couple years but uh number 12 wow it's a hell of a place man and again with that kind of restaurant it's not i would say yeah 50 percent of it is the experience it's kind of embarrassing that the U.S. doesn't clock in here until number 23. Is it not? Who is it? Cosme in New York. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I've heard of it, but I, I, I can't tell you what it's about. We, we, can't, we, we, can't get a, we can't get one in the top 10? Where's 11 Madison? Uh, it, I, I, I don't know. Um, what year is this? 2019. Damn. They slipped. This is, what, this is their, they're on the... Uh, they're trying to make a comeback, I guess. They're not. They're actually not on this 2019 version. I wonder if they were closed for the Maybe? end of 19. I don't know. Well, Alinea in Chicago is another really famous one that that has frequently been mm-hmm. on this list. It's number 37 in the most recent. I'd um, love to see that in person. Now that one is supposed to be. That one is like going to a science experiment. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah. Like they're going to do all sorts of stuff in like bottles and uh-huh. smoke and. All sorts of weird shit like foams. that. Foams. You love a good foam. That's right. That's exactly right. I'm, <laughs> g- give me, give me all of the molecular gastronomy. Uh-huh. No, I don't know. That's don't so. Know. Noma's number two on this list. That's right. And Mirazor. 
Well, so let's uh, number one. Let's go to some of these. Let's book it. Let's book. <laughs> ele- let's book eleven men at Madison Park. Okay. Um, you know, it's a. It, it would be a. We would talk about it on the podcast. It would be for content. And so it's a write-off. You got that right, baby. <laughs> Write it off, Randy. <laughs> I'll talk to Dave about getting a right. uh, a washed credit card even. Then sure. I don't even have to worry about writing it off. Um, let's see. What else do we have today, Phil? Um, we got a hotline call. Oh, really? That's right. We do. Let's listen to one of them. Okay. Uh, before we listen to that, mm-hmm. let me tell everybody what the hotline number is. It's 833-CLUB-COO. <laughs> <laughs> if that is too difficult for you to remember or you don't have like a rotary telephone where it's very easy to, to just, you know, dial up those numbers, yeah. here's the real number. It's 833-258-2266. Get out a pen and paper and, and, and jot that down. Uh, speaking, I, I stole the notepad and the pencil from Carpenter Hotel. I think you're allowed to take that yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but That's I liked it. There for. I liked it. I thought it very nice branding. The Land Boys. That's that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. We had we talked about the Land Boys, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, they kill it. Everything they, they do. do is is very They got that big, that big ass metal thing outside yeah. the pool that goes up the the building. Beautiful. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 833-258-2266. Get your hotline calls in. This is just a little I'm I'm we got one, so I'm dropping it as a little teaser, wet the appetite. Let the palate right before you go to 11 Madison Park. And uh, and and call it in, man. Call your stuff in. You can let me know why. Uh, let Barrett know how terrible he is. Yeah, yeah. You can tell me why I'm wrong about jound. <laughs> or you can uh, give your, your thoughts on, on beach vacay shoes. Or tell us about your favorite dive bar. Or... Your favorite tasting menu. Favorite tasting menu. Best tasting menu. Worst tasting menu experience. Worst, now that's that, something. Yes. That I'd like to hear. I would, yeah. Tell me a time. Tell me about a time where you walked out of a restaurant and you were like, I can't just, I can't believe I just spent $600. <laughs> On that shit. Yeah. Oh man. That's good. There's got to be a good story out of that. Would you just call your credit card company up and be like. Yeah. Fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Take it off. That's a fraudulent charge. <laughs> um. All right, let's uh, let's play this hotline call. Let me make sure I've got it all queued up. Here we go. Here it goes. Hey guys, my name is Alex. I'm from Midland, Texas, and um, I just had some questions about um, what the style is this summer. Um, I have a friend who's going to be participating in the Olympic trials, the U.S. Olympic trials in Eugene, Oregon, in the month. And I just wanted to be like, well, what should I wear? I don't know. Like, I don't want to be the guy wearing, like, all USA attire. Like, we're not rowdy gentlemen jerseys and, you know, shirts. And no offense to rowdy gentlemen, of course. But, I mean, like, I don't want to be wearing all American flag stuff. That's not, I don't know. It's just, but what, what should I wear to the, oh, I don't know, to a sporting event that there isn't really a team sport? Thanks, guys. Bye. So, uh, what 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 are you wearing? <laughs> Sorry about that. Got to turn the little feedback. Turn our guys down. Turn our, right. our our speakers down. That's good. Um, basically, what are you wearing to a to an event that's not a team sport? Might have some some o- o- Olympic connotation. Sounds like Olympic trials. So you got to rep. Maybe you want to rep the squad, rep the side. Uh, little USA action. Speaking of rowdy gentlemen, I'm just waiting for the day that I'm like cruising down Fourth Street and it's like oil can Harry's rain and like and rowdy gentleman has popped up as the as the newest bar and on the uh, on the Fourth Street row because it's <laughs> going be to going, baby. It's going to happen. It's a it's too perfect a name. Yeah, to not to not be used in that in yeah. that type of context. I'll be there. So and and yeah, I will. You know, I'll check it out. They'll they'll earn my business. <clears throat> Anyways, no offense to. Uh, yeah, no offense taken to to rowdy gentlemen. Don't don't you worry about that. Um, well, I got a I got something that's sort of relative. Uh, later this month, I'm going to the uh, the football game at Q2 Stadium, where the U.S. Women's National Team is taking on Nigeria. Mm. 
And I've got a I've got a hat from Nike that's a U.S. Women's National Team hat. It actually doesn't say uh, U.S. WNT anywhere on it. It just has like the little. It's got it's got a Nike. It's white, blue Nike swoosh, blue USA, and then it might have like some stars somewhere for their champ for their uh, their World Cups. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but it's very it's very subtle. You know what I mean? And that's like that's that's the team gear that I'm gonna rock. And like everything on my body will just be normal clothes. Basically, I won't. Uh, you know. I won't like wrap myself up in an American flag or anything like that, or put on any crazy USA jerseys like that. You'll be painting your face. I will not be painting my face. No, uh huh. Unless there's like a face painter there as part of the uh, the attraction. Yeah, <clears throat> I'd then, love to see it. Then I might. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. I just uh, my, my my vote here is to to keep it subtle. Like choose one th- choose choose kind of one thing that you know if you want to uh, rep rep the country and and put on a little USA gear, that's great. But it doesn't need to be like one of those like Declaration of Independence polos from Coles. No offense, Randy. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, just you know. And other than that, just just keep it summary and simple. And well, I think it'd be cool to to rep the. If your buddy, whoever this is, went to a university, a major, you know, any university, rep the college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some college gear would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, You think the Olympics are going to happen? I don't know, dude. It seems like they are, but then all, all these people are saying, if there's no fans, I'm not I'm not going. Like, why? Like, right? And that, and that kind of the, I feel like a lot of, oh, the, go- the, the, a lot of the golfers and a lot of the tennis guys have been like, I don't know if I'm going to go if there's no fans. Well, yeah. I'm not really watching a lot of Olympic golf. No? No. Okay. <laughs> I always fuck up the Olympics, dude. I never watch. I get all the time screwed up. It's, uh, the event that I wanted to see has already happened. So I, I bet they have an app for that this year. I'm sure. Little, It's probably it's the Peacock app because it's all on Peacock. I get more excited for the World Cup, even though I'm not a soccer guy, but I love watching the World Cup. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Don't we have a World Cup coming up? I don't know. I'd venture to guess that the men's USA team isn't a contender. Have we had the World Cup where we didn't make the World Cup already? Yeah. That happened. That happened, right, Randy? He doesn't know. (laughs) Back there on his phone. Oh, man. I've got my World Cups all mixed up. But it must have been... It's it's twenty two the next World Cup. Oh, okay. And we didn't make that one. I don't. I, we I, need to freeze in here. I don't know. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the moral of the story is: don't wear the American flag tied around your freaking neck. That to right. the event. I think college gear would be cool. Also, just depends on the weather. You know, wear something that you would wear to any sort of outdoor. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't know what uh, you know. If this is it's something, tough, if this is something that's coming up soon in Eugene, Oregon, it might be kind of chilly and cool and cold. Is that where this is going down? That's. I think he said Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Oh. There were some. Uh, Colorado's been having some cold weather. There's been some cold weather in the country, all the way into June. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like your takes. I like your. I like the college gear, uh, for sure, and. Um, you know, if you're if you're in Eugene, it's got to be got to keep it Nike. Don't yeah. don't show up in any with the three stripes. No, they'll kick you out. They will. Just they won't even let you let let yeah. you off the plane. Right. <laughs> they check your bag. Man, I bet there. You know, there's got to be a dope Nike store in Eugene. Yeah, I bet there's a nice one. Go cop some gear there, and then go to the. We domain. didn't camp out for the domain the oh, domain Nike store it. release. We missed it. We missed it. <laughs> Um, it looks like the next World Cup is in 2022. So oh. I was right. Yeah. So eight, eight, 2018 was the one that we did not make. Oh, is that right? So qualifying is probably probably about to pop off, I would imagine. Huh. Right? Got to. I don't know. Maybe this is the one we don't that we didn't make. Yeah. I need to do more research. And uh doing it here on the podcast is uh is not good content. No. So, but you're not also, you, you did skip the season tickets for Austin FC, right? I did, and it was a that was a bad that was a bad decision. That was a bad move because they're reselling because they're reselling like crazy. Mm-hmm. And you could have you could have sold a, you could have resold a couple games and probably paid for the season tickets themselves and then gone to the ones that you wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
You blew it. I did. I I got on the little. I'm on the like the little like, the, the I'm on their little club thing. Fifty bucks a year gives you access to pre-sales. So I was able to buy tickets for for a game, and I I can still and they'll release another section section of games to buy tickets for, and and uh, and I'll be able to buy a couple more. And that that went pretty smoothly and pay retail for the mm-hmm. pay face value for them. So that's okay. But I, I definitely should have just gotten the season tickets and turning it turned it into a money making opportunity. Not to mention now you're never going to get season tickets because the wait list is probably a hundred thousand people long. Do you get any gear? I don't have any gear yet. No, but I did include some gear in. Uh, that's right. In the May wish li- the, in the May uh, best stuff list on patreoncom slash cool. So. Uh, Check it I, out. I like those jerseys. I think they're cool. I think I like our jerseys too. And I like Yeti as sure. a title sponsor. That looks nice. Green and black is like yeah. an underused sports team color, I think. I saw something I like about um, Virgil teasing something about redesigning Liverpool's uniforms. Is that okay. right? Something of the sort. Or he's going to do, he's going to collaborate with somebody. In the, I'm assuming that's the Champions League. Maybe so. Randy doesn't know that either. Well, Liverpool's a, a English Premier League team. There, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Either way, that'd be that'd be nice. He's done. A, he's done. Nike Off White has done like that soccer capsule thing. Went in Nigeria. So no, they were. Just, it was just like Off White. It was just like not even a team. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see that happening. And uh, Jordan Brand does a bunch of stuff with uh, with Paris Saint Germain. So those connections they're already they're already there all right phil you got anything else for us today no uh, let's go get a tasting menu off. let's yeah yeah and uh make sure to to call in and let us know about the uh your worst tasting menu experience one more time that's 833-258-2266 check us out patreon.com slash club cool follow us on uh on instagram at um at club cool pod Damn it! I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> how do the how? Uh, he, I don't know how Dave works these boards. He's so on top of it. I don't. I, he's he's just, you know. He's a pro. He's a pro. You're an amateur. I'm an amateur. That's, that's you used absolute. to be a DJ too. You should know how to work. And, this and thing. I can't even do this. I can't even do it. Old fat finger. What, what, what's I, I don't know what. Why is this? Oh, I'm pushing. I'm, Add me on the group. There it is. At Club Cool Pod. Wow. Add me on the group. <laughs> that missed. <laughs> I was trying to. I thought it was a touch screen for a minute. I'm gonna. We'll get better at this. <laughs> we need our own little category. Not we, you, me, me. Yes. All right. That'll wrap it up for us today. We will. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.